Welcome to the DJ Insider Podcast, sponsored by Amplified Events. It's the only podcast where we break down insider information from our weddings, experiences, and advice from over 15 years in the wedding industry. We're your hosts. I'm Mike Kane, owner of Amplified Events. And I'm Chris Zart, general manager of Amplified Events. Let's get into it. Howdy who. Howdy who. It's podcast number... We're, we've done a lot, dude. It's too many because we're started doing doubles. So uh, I've yeah. lost I've lost count. We're in the twenties. Yeah. So if you're listening, probably in the twenties. Probably in the twenties. <laughs> we're excited. Everybody has been great. We've got some great guests that have been on. We've got some great great guests coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been really fun to have other vendors on to kind of hear their perspective and yes, see the things that are aligned, see the things that are different, and uh, you know, just talk all things wedding. Mm-hmm. It's just been really cool. Um, so we had some weddings last weekend. Um, I was down in Lafayette. I drove all the way down to the Tippecanoe County Fairgrounds. And it was because Julie Kistler from Sandy Pines, mm-hmm. uh, previously Sandy Pines, um, asked me, she was, uh, working with that, a couple and she recommended us and, and, uh, they booked and they were phenomenal. It was a great uh, and it was, it was at the, the fairgrounds. So like just a big kind of open room, kind mm-hmm. of almost like a fancy barn, like poured concrete kind of thing, air conditioned, Nice. but they transformed it. I mean, there was like flowers and lights everywhere. It, it, it didn't feel like it was a barn. It was absolutely gorgeous. Mm. Uh, she posted some photos afterwards, uh, really great crowd, really good, you know, cool couple, super chill ceremony, easy setup tear down. I was literally able to pull up to the doors which were right behind our DJ booth. Mm-hmm. It was right there. And I left my car there all night. That's great. I was like, oh, that's ideal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, having that like easy load in and load out is what we strive for. Oh and, my goodness. You know, this is why you've kind of mentioned like, oh, if we owned a venue, yes. we, it's just because we would know exactly what yeah. we would want as DJs for that venue. Yes. Kind of same thing for, we were at Friendship Gardens and we had ceremony reception there. I've only done ceremony there. So it was my first time doing reception, but I like the setup. You know, outdoor weddings, I'm always so back and forth on because of weather, but like you could have not asked for, it was like mid seventies, just felt so perfect when, um, the sun went down. We got a nice breeze going when people were dancing. It just felt nice and cool. Um, great dance for the whole night. And then it's like, I thought I lost them. I like the last hour. They were just getting like exhausted. Like they were, I could just tell they were like super tired. We were on that last hour kind of fizzled out. I announced that there was like a taco truck. So everybody like fled <laughs> to there, which you know how that goes. Yes. So I was like, okay, you know, no, no big deal. It was still a great night. Um, it's okay that it finished out at this point, but then they all came back and we raged the hardest that we ever did the entire dance floor. And it was like up until the end, we were just going, 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 and it was fantastic. But yeah, same thing, really easy load and load out, except we didn't know that at the time. We There's all these paths that led to the reception space. So we had a cart that we like, I mean, I don't even know how long it was, probably like, you know, little under a quarter mile of just like <laughs> this huge cart of equipment. And then we pull up to the reception space and the event coordinator is like, Oh, there's an access road that leads right there. You could pull your car right up. So we, after we learned that we, you know, had the car literally right there end of the night, got out of there in no time, but you know, it's nice having that. Yes. Being right there. That's the best. The overall tough, great night. The worst know? is when you're a football field or two away or you're yes. upstairs or downstairs or down a hill or up a hill. And that's, yeah, cere- you know, ceremony is in a completely different spot of reception. So that, you know, having the setup that was different in that distance, I was like, during ceremony, I'm like, hey, Jeff, just go up 
and be ready to hit cocktail yes. and get it going. Because so, I'm like, I'm not going to make it up there in time. So um, it all worked out. It was a great, great day. Um, solid dance floor, really fun guests. And they had some great photos. Like they, they already started kind of posting them. Gorgeous so day. Tagged us in them. I was really like, this is day. awesome. It looked like a really cool thing. Um, this didn't happen at this wedding, but uh, it, it just it came up and I was talking to my wife about it. You ever have where <laughs> people reach out to you and they're like, I want to surprise my daughter or I want to surprise my son right. with a song from their childhood or a song that they has meaning to them or their relationship. Yeah. Now, sometimes you're like, oh, great. This is going to be perfect. It's going to be that nice sweet moment as a nice surprise to the bride and groom. Mm-hmm. And sometimes... I've had it where we're playing the song and the bride and the groom look at us like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Have you ever had that where they're... Oh, absolutely. I've done ones where it was like the sweetest, oh, like, or they'll have a recording from them as a kid or they'll mm-hmm. have a recording, you know, something like that. Really sweet, like really thoughtful. But sometimes it's like... I would, t- it's kind of similar to when people have inside jokes in their speeches, except the inside joke is between, you know, you and your son or daughter. Right. And the son or daughter doesn't get the joke. That is the most awkward thing ever. If you ever do want to surprise your, 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 your son or your daughter at, at a wedding, great. However, make sure that they at least know the song. Because we had one, it was like a weird Sesame Street kind of song. And uh, it was not danceable, mm-hmm. you know, because it's Muppets. It's what it's, you know, it's a wedding. It's supposed to be a sweet moment between a father and a daughter. Yeah. And the, the daughter gave him a look like she didn't know what the song was. So my guess is because I have young kids and I got to tell you, we're watching, you know, your Rachel, your Cocomelon. We're watching lots of stuff all the time. Little baby bum. And there's lots of songs those kids love and they're kind of humming and singing along. And as a parent, I could imprint that memory like, oh, they love, you know, Hickory Dickory Dock, you know, but I'm not going to play that at their wedding. They're too young to form a strong enough memory right. with that song. It's strong for the parent because yes. yeah. they're an adult <laughs> yeah. and they, they can remember that kind of yeah. stuff. But for the kid, it's like, what yeah. are you doing right now? So some moments you want <laughs> you want to make sure that you have spoken with your son or daughter, right. that they are actually aware that it's not as much of a surprise uh, as you, because I've had that a couple of times where they're like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is not really what this response you want. The response you want is, oh, like it's supposed to be thoughtful and oh, you know. Right. Um, and I've, I've had that go right. Yes. I really have had it go right. Most of the time it goes right. Very emotional and it's like yeah. awesome. But no, I, I don't want to say, I can't really think of any songs exactly, but I have had a lot of like, hey, we're going to surprise the bride and groom. Yes. And I'm like, and Im- immediately when I hear that, I'm like, is this going to be cool or not? Cause like for it to be a surprise, it has to be like a positive thing for them. Yes. And not something that they're going to be overall confused or like, what is going on right now? Like, so one that I did that you're, you know, sparking my memories now of, um, you know, someone reached out and was like, we're going to have these polkas that are going to be played. And it's like, and reach out, like, well, we're going to have these polkas. I'm going to be providing like the music for that. And I'm like, great. And I like kind of described like, Hey, this is how you should get the music to me. This is the easiest way to do it. Okay. So I don't hear anything day of the wedding. <laughs> we have a boom box that has a CD on it. 
And the, the best thing about it was it wasn't a CD with like individual tracks. It was all of the songs cut together into one giant track. Just one file. So you couldn't skip ahead. It was just one giant track of like 15 polka songs, <laughs> which the boombox was so old that it literally had no like line outputs, anything that I could plug into my system. So I had to, in the middle of the dance floor as like a surprise basically thing, I had to hold the microphone up to the speaker of the boombox and then let it play through my speakers, which sounded not great. <laughs> and then, you know, it, it, there was probably 15 songs in there and we got through like three or four and then they were like, that's good. We're good. <laughs> that's fine. We're good. And we moved on and it was a great wedding. You know, it was, we had a great time and then it was, the Brian Groom thought it was pretty funny, like honestly, and like good job for the effort. But it, you know, I did everything on my end to, to make it possible. And it was just... That was just insane. Like, of like, <laughs> how am I going to make this work? The only option is to hold the microphone to a crappy speaker and hope it sounds semi decent, which it sounded okay enough. Like, but yeah, that was just that's probably the, that's the one that instantly came to mind when I love like that. That is, that is exactly what I was hoping for, something like that, because I know that there's something like that every season, mm -hmm. and it brings up an interesting thought that like surprises and kind of where we stand on that and usually it goes really well. Yeah. It does go the way you think, but occasionally it doesn't. And, and for people who are wanting to surprise the couple, either their parents or a friend, what are the surprises that we've seen that have gone well and ways they could have made it better? And what are the ones they've seen that are like, oh my gosh, this has been a, this is, ugh, I would not want this. It did not go the way that they thought. And here's ways that they could have improved it um, given what we know. I think right. starting with that, I would say, Give yourself plenty of time. Really think it out. Does this really have meaning? Does this really add value to, to the night? Mm -hmm. Or is it a fun inside joke that nobody else will get? Right. That's where you really want to draw the line. If it's going to be a fun inside joke, I would do that at anywhere else that's not the wedding. Mm. Bachelorette party, bachelor party. Rehearsal dinner. Rehearsal yeah. dinner. That's going to go over way better then this is person's first dance. Then, uh, uh, hey, give me the microphone, person we weren't expecting to talk. Let me explain this thing real quick. Um, the, the ones I've seen go well all have that in common, mm -hmm. that it's really well thought out. It is really well planned for the most part. They do give us the song or the thing in advance. By the way, if you're doing that, please, a USB stick or send it to us online as like a Google Drive, Google Drive. or a Dropbox yeah. file something digitally where we can play it through our system ahead of time. Don't just show up with a CD. Yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, US, USB drive is great, but like if we can get it ahead of time, even yes. better, because then we can yeah. test it. And then you could have clipped out. You could have literally edited the song down yeah. from the two and a half hours that that polka band was set. It was a CD. Know? I If they gave me the CD ahead of time, I could have ripped it. That's right. To my my drive, I could have cut it and we would have had individual tracks. It would have played yeah. digitally. Like there And also you could have developed yeah. backup copies too. Right. To where you could put it online, you can put it on your computer, you could put it on a phone. Yeah. Lots of options in case this goes wrong, we've got it. Yes. Because there's always kind of things like that. And I wouldn't say there's there's really not a lot of surprises that I can think off the top of my head right now just from past weddings. But I would say if you're going to do it, just talk to like close family members. Get their idea. Yeah. Get, get their perspective on like, is this a good idea? Do you think they're going to take this well? Just so you know ahead of time. Yeah. Because... If you just go in with like, especially if it's, you know, like you're saying like inside jokes, something like that, just if you can get 
other people to have the same reaction of like, oh, like that's going to be so emotional or, oh, that's going to be really funny or, you know, whatever. Then they know like, oh, like other people at the wedding are going to get this when you do it. Yes. And they're going to understand it. Yes. So yes, universal that you can relate to it. Ask the couple's parents, their siblings, their close friends, you know, let them know the idea. It can still be a surprise, but then you have a little more insurance going in of like, this will go well. Yeah. I I know that this is going to work. So. So yeah, plan it out, communicate with everyone around that person, Yeah, making sure that it's really going to add value. Mm-hmm. That's step one. Step two, I would say, is that you want to make sure that a little goes a long way. Mm. You know, this bride may have loved that Sesame Street song when she was four or three or whatever, mm-hmm. and they may have memories singing together in the bath or whatever, you know, throughout childhood. But she guarantees she hasn't listened to that song in 20 or 30 years. And that song, you know, you got to hand it to the Muppets. It's two and a half to four minutes long. And it's, uh, it's really cartoony because it's meant to make children laugh. Mm-hmm. You don't want a cartoony thing, feel, energy at your wedding. Typically, you want a romantic. You want energy. You don't want cartoony. You don't, you don't want that, in my opinion. Yeah. With especially with it's something's different between again, that's why it'd be good at a rehearsal dinner or like at a private meal or a bachelor party or a bachelorette party. Well, and like weddings are such a big point in a lot of people's lives that it like this is like to a lot of people kind of growing up. Yes. Like, you know, I'm on my own now. That is kind of the with most dad speeches at weddings, they're kind of like, okay, now it's up to you. Like, yeah. I'm leaving you to your own life. Um, I've done everything that I've done. So that that's that should be the overall message. It's yes. like you've grown up um, and then kind of move from there. Yes, but, I've, cher- yeah. I've cherished raising you. Right. I've cherished being a part of your life. And this next chapter in life is going to be great. And I'm handing the reins off. I'm, you know, and again, with any gift or any surprise, it's supposed to be a gift mm. to the couple, meaning that it adds value to them, it lifts them up in a way that celebrates their relationship, celebrates their entirety of their life. It should not humiliate or embarrass them. Right. I I feel like I have to say that because I've seen a lot of things. We have seen them together. Where people are clearly trying to humiliate or embarrass their child or their friend or their brother, their sister, and it doesn't go over well at a wedding. Some people aren't even trying. They just do it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, man. And that goes with stories too. When you're making a speech, have a story that demonstrates something about that person's character mm. that's funny or relatable, not a story that is embarrassing and that is just intolerable or that just leads to nowhere. That's the worst. Right. Uh, you know, that it just like, well, you know, he's, and then I guess we, we went home. Like, okay, great. <laughs> Glad to know that everyone just made it home safely. And after I mean, that. hey, you, you definitely, you and uh, uh, my buddy John, who works with us, played it safe. We were like, you guys were asking me questions of like, hey, is this cool to do for your, yeah. your best man? <laughs> yeah, so I, if, if you guys don't know, but Mike and, and John that works with us, we're, we're both groomsmen in, in my wedding, and, and they both had like a dual speech. They Co-best did, men. Did together, yeah. yeah. At, at my wedding, and they like ran a few things by me, which like yeah. I was like, just surprised me. But then, <laughs> but then John told me a few, and I'm like, okay, whoa, well, whoa, wait, wait. let's talk about it. <laughs> I'm kind of glad he brought this up because maybe not. <laughs> but 
Um, no, I mean, overall, I, I trusted you guys and everything, but I really appreciated that you ran a few things by yeah. me. Like, that's never a bad idea. Yeah. And, and and part of the plan, it was a whole process. It wasn't one conversation. Mm -hmm. John and I had multiple conversations. I spent, there was several drafts and re-edits. You plan more than most people do. We yeah. talked to you about it. We also, like, what I wanted to do was something even crazier, but that didn't happen because, of course, that couldn't happen. We're talking like the slideshow. Yes. Yeah, okay. No, I wanted to do like a crazy video and a slideshow and all this. You know, I wanted a big thing because right. you love this person and you want it to be epic. But guess what? That's good for the rest of any other time that all of their loved ones aren't there. Right. <laughs> Things can be epic and they don't have to be epic at the wedding. Yes. Let it be yeah. an epic night for the couple, not a, the speech. And know? I think that this is the thing of, you know, I see all these unique ideas that people throw out there. And I think that it's a lot of people have been to weddings. Most of them run generally the same way. So people kind of get in their heads of, we have to be different. Yes. You don't, you're, you're going to be different because the guests that are at your wedding That's and right. who you are is completely unique. Yes. You don't have to do some crazy thing to make your wedding like extraordinarily unique. Uh, you know who you are. That's, that's, what's going to do it. Um, yeah. Don't go out. Your, don't go outside your comfort zone. There's only so you know? many ways to make spaghetti. If you're trying to have an Italian, you know, a nice spaghetti, right. you can do. You can play with the sauce. You can play with the flavor. Play with the noodles. But eventually, it's still spaghetti. You know, right. and and you don't. Ha it doesn't have to be this unique. You want it to be. Have your flourishes. Have your touches. And I mm -hmm. think that's important. But I think you're right. People kind of throw out everything uh, in order to make it like so close to what they're wanting. Right. And then they get so focused on those details that they're not focusing on the big picture and, and really enjoying the day and really cherishing those moments and the conversations and all the things that are happening the day of, mm -hmm. uh, because it really does go really fast. It's a cliche, but it's so true. It's so true. You're in your mind is just soaked in excitement and anxiety and hormones and exhaustion and alcohol and who knows what else. Um, but, it can be great um, if you let it. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of planning that goes into that. There's a lot of hiring vendors and interviewing vendors and trusting those vendors. And then there's a lot of, I'm just going to relax and enjoy this thing. Mm. That's the kind of the big pieces I think that I've seen that all of the best weddings in my memory have. And true to form, when we did your, we planned out your speech, we, we could not keep it short. We tried to, we broke that rule. But, uh, you know, we didn't include most of a big portion of what we wanted and the stuff that we kept left out, we did at the bachelor party, which <laughs> right. was the boat, the most appropriate place to do it. And it was really funny. Yeah. I've never laughed harder in my life. I couldn't stop laughing. You got on tape? We get, you guys got another video on tape of me laughing. I was crying laughing. I could not stop. I couldn't breathe. I got a headache because uh, it was so funny. But, uh, you know, you had to be there. Yep. And that makes it more special that we're not revealing it, um, you know, in front of our podcast and in front of people at your wedding. Right. So some stuff, it's best to leave them wanting. And that kind of brings me on to the next thing. End of the night, we say, this is the last song. Mm. Have you ever lied about that? Not intentionally, if you have, right? Like, so what? What, what do you mean exactly? I mean, people about it? people come up one more song, acting like it was a joke. You know, like bands when you go see a live band, they'll play 
And then oh. they're like, all right, thank you guys. They'll walk off stage. It's a whole gimmick. And then they walk back out and play three or four more songs. No, we never do an encore. We never do an encore. Because the main thing for us is the venue is done at that time. Yeah. They were told they're done at that time. They are ready to pack up as soon as it hits 11 or midnight, whatever. So, you know, I am playing that song at 11.57, three minutes, done right at midnight, you know, we're out of there. Yeah. Um, just because I'm going to return to these venues, they want us to be in and out. If that's the timeline, that's what it is. I never play an extra song unless the venue is like, hey, we're totally cool with that. I don't care at all. Or if we end up ending earlier for some reason sure. and then they want another and we still have time. But generally, yeah. it's like if I say last song, it is the last song. That's so right. 100%. And we wouldn't trick you unless it was part of a greater scheme to make it better. Mm -hmm. um, and there's weddings where I've wanted to play more. Where the dance floor is going so great. Of course. And it's like, hey, it's not that I don't want to play another song. It's that, like, I just, I can't. Like, I literally can't <laughs> do it. Sometimes the couples were at a private residence or at a venue that's really chill. Um, or it's just like they rented a room kind of thing. Um, and the couple's like, we want to pay you to stay an additional hour. I'm like, that's great. That's such an honor. We'll do it. We'll, you know, and then, then we'll say, all right, the couple paid us. That was the last song, but now the after party starts now. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, if you're looking for that experience at your wedding, you want like another song or an encore, plan an after party. My mm -hmm. wedding this Saturday, they literally booked another room at the venue for the after party. They paid for that. So that everyone's going to, I'm going to announce it. They're going to wrap up. Everyone's going to head over to that room and party over there. Yeah. That's a great idea. Or they've, I've, my, my, a couple of my buddies at their weddings, they was like, they booked an after party at a house or they booked an after party at like another bar or another location. And like, that's where you're going to go. And there's food and snacks and drinks and everyone can reminisce and do whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, when you come up and you're like one more song or boo or, you know, like <laughs> the whole point is we want to leave you wanting more. And if we go deeper than that, we're being paid for a set amount of hours and that time has expired. We're mm -hmm. not being paid extra. We are going home. We've been there for way too many hours. Yeah. We're exhausted. So is all of the staff who've been there way longer than us. They want to go home and they can leave the minute everyone guest leaves and they're all cleaned up and the DJs are out and they can lock the doors. And any moment that we delay that, that's going to cost them time and energy away from their loved ones, away from sleep, away from anything and everything that they'd rather be doing. Think about when you are working, if you're a listener. And imagine if somebody came in right, right at the at closing and then just we're going to extend out another hour, another half hour, another 15 minutes. Is that really worth it to you? That's why DJs don't play an additional song after the last song. Because it's just like, no, we're done. And by the way, I love when people say one more song. Of course. Because it, that's, that's when we know they don't want us to stop. They don't want to leave. You know? They don't want to go home. Uh, so that, that is a good sign. Um, my, my trick usually is I just, uh, if, if they completely, like I have more than one person berating me about it, I just go and hide <laughs> under the table. That's, that's been my new thing. Just, I'm just like, I'm gone. And I just, go, right. I just go under the table. Oh, I just unplug the computer and close. And I was like, I'm sorry, we're done for the night. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just really try to, thanks. We'll see you at your wedding, you know, book us for you. you know, I'd love to play it at your wedding, that kind of thing. But yeah, they, people get really, some people get in your face. They offer you 10 to 20 or one guy with 60 bucks. You know, I couldn't believe I would turn down 60 bucks. I was like, I got to work at this venue tomorrow. Like, right. <laughs> I want them to like me. I want them to be happy. Yeah. That's not worth it to me, guy. Mm -hmm. The couple paid me way more than that to do this wedding. <laughs> We're done. Thanks. Um, yeah, just sort of that kind of thing. Like, I just, you know, people forget. Um, it's easy to get caught up in the moment. I mean, you know, 
we don't have a normal job for sure. And uh, I think for a lot of people, they don't really see it as like mm-hmm. a job for us. You know, it's just like, oh, they're they're at a party too. Yeah, yeah. They're also having Come fun. Come like, man. Yeah. <laughs> Killing my vibe. Well, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever noticed that some songs are just so much longer than people account for? Like especially when it's first dances, you know, father, daughter, mother, son, or even a, 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 I think, and I recommend most of my couples that if you're dancing alone with another person, keep it to, you know, one and a half to two and a half minutes. Yep. Fade out that song early, find a shortened version of that song, whatever it takes. That's a lot of time to be alone with a person dancing slowly, embracing and have everybody watching you, waiting for the next thing that's happening in the night. Yep. Um, what I find a lot of times is that people will pick, oh, five, six, seven, eight minutes, you know, four minutes long song. And like, oh, yeah, no, we want the full song. And I'm just like, okay. You know, I, I try to educate as I can that like, you know, Butterfly Kisses, Barb Kyle, he nails it. It's a great song, but there's also children playing and laughing on the playground. Do you need all that? Can I cut some of that out? Right. You know? Um, what's the, isn't she lovely? Uh, Stevie wonder. That's a really long five and a half. And also all those songs are extremely repetitive, extremely repetitive. Yeah. Um, yeah. I re- recommend that to every couple. I don't want to sound like I know everything cause I don't, yeah. but 90% of my couples listened to me this year when I told them that. Oh, it's fantastic. Hey, let's cut this, this first dance short. No problem. Yeah. The other 10% that did not listen to me the day of we were in the middle of the song and they looked at me and they were like, yeah, it's something I got out. They, they knew they knew. Oh, yeah. Five, six minutes on the dance floor feels pretty awkward when I'm standing there with like my dad. Yeah. So, get, yeah, I, I did not have a single person who had not listened to me that was like not like, yeah, they were like, get out of the song. I'm done. Yep. No problem. When we advise on things like that, it's not because we don't like father daughter dances or mother. Yeah. We are trying to give you our experience and our knowledge based on what we've seen and what we've seen is most people don't anticipate how they're going to feel when they're out there dancing alone yeah. with that person and everybody's watching and how long that is. It takes a long time. Um, and it's so much longer than you think. Yes. And you know, it really calls into question how much you really love the song too. Even a five minute song with a full group of people on the dance floor can be too long. It's too long. That, you know, unless it's like Bohemian Rhapsody or something sure. like that, or like like a really good sing-along, like past three-ish minutes, people, you can kind of tell a group of people on the dance floor, they're like, oh, I'm kind of yeah. done with this song now. And that's the way mixing's going too. Even bangers, songs, they just want the first verse and the first chorus, and then they're out. I mean, we're talking 90 seconds maybe, 45 to 90 seconds, and then we want you to mix into the next one. You know, they, these attention spans are getting shorter and shorter. <laughs> it's true. It's the TikToks and I do have the and, mix. I've had some couples that are like, we want quick mixes. Yeah. Move through. We don't want a song lasting longer than two minutes. Not a problem. And I've had other couples that are just like, no, we want to sing along to every word and yeah. like play those songs at full length. And that that goes yeah. great too. It's, it's just, just, we try to read that and see, yeah. oh, they're singing. We're going to let it play. Yes. And if they're, oh, they're kind of like, I call it, it's getting stale. Right. They're like, next song. You see it on their face. It's painfully obvious to us. Yeah. The chips have been left out too long. They're getting stale. 
Nobody's going to enjoy those chips unless you bag them up and put the chip clip on What's them. What's the food analogies today? Like, spaghetti chips? I'm in a, I'm in a place, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sleeping, man. I'm not getting enough sleep. Oh, yeah, third baby, yeah. It's just lots of food and not enough sleep. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah? It gets too stale. If you're... When we try to advise you, we are really trying to look out for the best flow of the night mm-hmm. and for you to have the best memories and the best experience of the day. And be comfortable. Be comfortable. Not f- We're trying to avoid you feeling awkward in front of everybody. Yep. That's why we're advising that. And I guess we really haven't, in my opinion, I always say like, I love my mom, but I don't want to dance with her for nine minutes alone while everyone <laughs> watches. That's the joke I usually make. So they can kind of get what I'm going for, why I'm saying- I like that. Is it okay yeah. if I fade this song early? You know? Right. But of course, I'm always going to do what the couple wants. Sometimes it just does have that meaning. They really do want those moments to hit. I'm definitely not against letting a song play out and mm-hmm. letting Meatloaf sing all of the entire Paradise for the by the oh, Dashboard man. Light. I, by the way, I am against that. But <laughs> When people ask for that but song if, at weddings. Oh, yeah, it's almost a never play. <laughs> it, that's only a song I'll play if it's like the Brian Grooms or like must play or something like yes, that. Yes, yeah. If they're theater kids, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. If, if I can tell when the crowds are like theater crowds, you know, we'll do Grease, we'll do all of, you know. It's not like I've Don't Hamilton, you know. It's like another no, level, it's another, another layer. Level. Or Time Warp. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's certain I love ones. Them. It's great. For the certain crowd, yes. that crowd responds well. Those are songs that are like game changers and generally not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have seen it, you know, for their theater people and they love it. That's a, you know, we want to sing and dance, you know. That's a Paradise, but the Dashboard Light is one of those. It's an epic rock opera, if you could call it that. Uh, and that's generally on my personal Do Not playlist. I don't like to, it's just way too long. It's just it's like eight and a half minutes, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like crazy. it has so many tonal and, and, and tempo changes. And uh it's okay, it's danceable at parts, but it, it just eats up so much time that you could get three or four or five songs of new memories in that space. Um and that's why we don't like to play those long songs, because it just kills energy on the dance floor. It kills the nice flow that we had going. And I can't mix it in or out of that song, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I could, but it's, it's not going to go well. And then, you know, it, it, it's, I, there's so much the opportunity cost. Because a lot of people, that's the other thing is they, because they're not aware of how long songs are, they also think like, oh, I can give this DJ 90 songs and he can play all of them. No. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do all of them in six hours if I tried. That's a lot of music. Yeah, we don't have that much time. I would definitely have to cut some of those down. And I tell people, you know, thirty to fifty—that's still going to be tough. So we put a limit on our thing. That's like, hey, fifty, because that's probably more than we could play anyways. Once you get outside of fifty, yeah, you can keep adding those, but you're, there's going to be a lot of songs that won't get played as a result of that. Yeah, even I mean, yeah, like few weddings ago, I had 50 songs. It was a great dance for the whole night. But, um, you know, I told them ahead of time, like mark some must plays, like out of that 50 mark, like 10 to 15. If there's like songs you definitely want played before the end of the night. And they did. And I definitely played those, but if they hadn't, you know, there could be an important song in there that I didn't play because they gave me those 50 songs. That doesn't mean that those 50 songs are going to be good for the dance floor. Maybe like half of them are, maybe, maybe all of them are, who knows, um, how in line the couple's taste is with their guests. But, 
you know, generally I'm looking out for the dance floor. So like I'm sticking to that playlist, but I'm also going to throw in music that I know would work well. And if there's a song on there that I'm like, this is not going to work, yeah. I'm not going to play it. But you know, like mark those as must plays, let us know. And then I know like, Hey, before the night ends, definitely play these songs. But yeah. But that's the other thing is if you want those played and that's important to you, don't disappear because we're trying to save those for you right. to hear as the couple. But I've had it where the couple will disappear. They'll be outside all night. Mm-hmm. And so I have, I can't play your must plays. I can't, you know, and then before we know it, we're out of time. Yeah. You know, I've like saved them. them for you. Yes. Yeah. Or I've played them and I thought you were around and you disappeared. Right. Whatever. Uh, and now I can't, I have to either replay it or you missed it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so if that's really important to you, must play is hearing those songs, you know, really think about strategically where you want to be near the dance floor if you want to dance to those songs, you know. Um, and everything can't be a must play, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just you giving us playlists, which we'll do, but then I hope that goes well. We don't, you know, I can't really adjust from that. Right. Hey, no stress on us, though. No stress on us. That's really an easy, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be sink or swim. It has no, nothing yep. to do with what we're doing. You know, where this the success of this wedding is not really on us anymore. Those are, I, I've had a few where it was just an absolutely killer wedding. Yeah. And I put none of my own music in there. Yeah. And it was all theirs. And I've had guests coming up and they're like, you did a great job. Like, those that song selection was great. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, listen, I mixed them, but wasn't me, unfortunately. <laughs> I feel bad taking credit for those. I usually will tell, I'm like, well, the couple picked it. Right. The yeah. couple picked the music. I'm so glad you liked it. Thank you for saying so. Yeah. You know, the couple really picked the great music. Some couples, they just understand their crowd. They yeah. understand what their guests want. They know what people like and they just nail it. And some are, it's like, they just, them and their individual group of five or six friends like these songs and they went to this, you know, whatever concert of this band and they're playing all the songs that nobody knows by this band. Um, and that's great. They're going to sing along. Guess who else is not going to? Everyone else. No one else is going to be able to relate to that music, sing to that music. Um, it's a private moment. Again, so that's really good. Bachelor party, bachelor party. Uh, maybe one of those songs is good, not eight or nine or ten of those songs. Right. Um, even though, and again, it, if it's your wedding, we're paying, you're paying for the time, we'll do it. I don't. But if you really want a great party, you really want a great memory, of as many guests as possible dancing, you got to be a little bit more flexible with the idea of, well, how many people are really going to know this artist? How many people are really going to know this song? And how many people are really going to dance to this? Mm -hmm. And if we have most of our stuff is that kind of thing, this might be really not a good, you know, unless that's what you want at your wedding. So I I don't know. We do them all the time. Trust me. We do ones where, the guests, they send us a list and it's very clear, like they know what they're doing. Like this is going to be a great party. Yeah. And there's other guests who, uh, other couples who send us their list and we're like, they don't know what they're doing at all. It's they have very clear, very clear specialty tastes that I hope their guests also share those tastes. And, and I've a, had those. Yeah. And I, but I've I, also mostly had where like, okay, we're, so we're just going to be playing music and it's people are probably aren't going to dance. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there's couples I've been with and they're fine with that. They're like, we just want to hear our music that yes. we like. And I mean, honestly, it's our night definitely goes faster when we have a solid dance. Oh, party. it's the best. Cause you know, they're motivating us. We're motivating them. It's kind of a mutual thing that's happening. Um, it's totally fine if there's not going to be a dance floor and yeah. they just want to hear music. But you know, for us, like biased opinion, definitely, sure. <laughs> definitely having a dance floor. We always want quick. to get dancing going. Yes. Dancing equals memories equals fun. It's the most fun part of our job. Burns out some of that energy, you know. But uh, it is some of the most fun part of our job. But, uh, you know, there's lots of events that we get hired for, and it's like, oh, this is a pool party. It's like, well, people aren't dancing. They're going to be in the pool. 
you know, or there's a graduation party. It's like, oh, we'll give you background music mostly, or it's a bar gig or a bar right. crawl, you know, and so it's more sing-along kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, not a big dance floor. Uh, but, you know, again, it, it's really just a mo- comes back to what are your priorities? What do you want? Uh, make sure you're in communication about that and kind of what you're looking for. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of all I have for this one. And really appreciate you guys continuing to listen and hear us out. And we'll keep trying to bring the heat and uh, get you guys juiced up for the next one. Yeah. we got a special guest next week and one after that, and we'll keep them coming. And, uh, yeah, guys, thanks so much. This has been the Amplified Events podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Chris. See you on the dance floor. See you on the dance floor.